Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Talking to Titans. We're wishing you all a very happy holidays. We hope everybody's having a great week. We're here, and we have a great episode for you. We're going to be talking about the Titans and the Cyrus today with our returning guests. Uh, first yeah. off, I kind of want to give you guys um, a little insight about what it takes to start a new expansion team. You know, you got to look for coaches. You got to look for players. You got to set up practice facilities, practice times, scheduling. It takes a lot of work, and um, our returning guest today is uh, doing that not only for one team, but two teams. So this man has been very busy. He's been putting mm-hmm. in a lot of work for us, and um, he is the general manager of Scottsdale Titans and Scottsdale Sirens and commissioner of the Women's Basketball Association, Mr. <laughs> Deshaun Woods. How are you doing today? I'm good, Bobby. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity again. Man, I'm pumped to get you back because I know when the first time we had you, we were like just starting off the season, just little babies mm-hmm. starting off a little seed. And now we're starting to see that seed start to grow into a nice, fruitful plant. So uh, why don't you go ahead and give us a little update about both teams. You just go ahead and start wherever you want. For sure. I think we uh, we had talked uh, probably August, right? I don't even think we had our first scrimmages yet. So we go to, to the Titan seasons is here. You know, Scottsdale Titans are part of the ABA Association. Um, we had quite, we had what, five scrimmages, even throughout the COVID, you know, we tried our best to keep the guys going, practice every week, make sure they still have practice sometimes twice a week for a while. We did twice a week. We scaled back a little bit for obligation reasons. Um, but now, man, we're here ready to go January 1st. You know, the guys have shown a lot of progression. You know, I have to be honest with you. There's some, you know, Maybe not doing as best as I probably want them to do, but that's business, right? You got to keep them going and add pieces where you may need and make some adjustments where you may need. But for the foundation um, and the support, we got a full staff now. You know, Coach Jeanette, she was by herself, and now she has three, uh, two great assistants. Uh, one we even have now have a, uh, is literally have an offensive specialist and a defensive specialist now. So she has support. Yeah, so that's for the guys. Um, as you, I know you just had both of the coaches uh, on recently. I mean, the girls there. We and then we have our other situation, right, with the WBA, which is our own league. It started by the Scottsdale Sirens franchise. We were part of the um, another league called the WABA before, and we just made a decision what was best for us to just go ahead and branch out on our own. And meanwhile, the girls. I think they probably play more games than the guys because honestly, you know, the girls got a lot of colleges that wanted to play against them. You know, that's how hot and commodity like women's basketball is. And it's, it's, it's thirsty for because the girls literally have, have created a buzz beyond I ever thought it would be. I mean, they got people getting tattoos now. With the, <laughs> so it's crazy. So, I mean, the girls, you know, they literally had the longest season because they started in September. They're going to take uh, February off, and then their regular season starts in March. They have a showcase in Mexico in January that they're part of, and then they'll be off February, and then they go all the way till June. So it's going to be a long first year for the ladies, though. But I know you got questions, so go ahead. <laughs> Man, I'm just trying to gather all that. I can't believe you've been doing all that. I mean, I just know all the work that goes into it. You've been busy just hustling, I can imagine. So um, from what, um, where we started, where we're at, how do you feel about the team? Is it surpassed your expectations or, or how do you feel? Uh, well, hmm. you know, being a general manager, you got to be optimistic. 
you know, and being, I don't know, director, you got to be optimistic. Um, the guys um, got work to do. But if things are done the right way, as they are being done, we'll finish the race in first place, right? We're building a system and the system has to work and it has to have the right pieces. And I feel like we're getting the right pieces and the right mindset. So long-term, I think we'll be fine, honestly. Girls, that is something different because honestly, I didn't know what we were walking into, but honestly, we're getting, I would say better, but we're getting more athletes, more interested, uh, more high flowers. Like we got D1 athletes now that are trying to reach out and they want to continue to play former players from out of other countries. I got some girl reach out to me from Russia yesterday, actually yesterday from Russia that wants to join and, and come out. And, you know, I get, I tell them the truth, you know, about everything. And they actually want to come to America and play. They want to be close to the W the WNBA. Uh, so they're going to make those decisions. So sky's the limits on the women's side though. That's amazing, man. I got just to hear that and to know that it's a branch of, uh, our product of the Scottsdale Titans, Scottsdale Sirens, is just crazy how much work you guys are putting in. I mean, you guys are making a big difference in a big place where change is totally accepted in Scottsdale. So I think it's going to be big. Now, um, mm-hmm. I've had uh, the majority of the coaches on uh, on the past, on previous episodes, and I just want to commend you on bringing in great minds. I think from what I've interviewed, they're just great minds. They have great culture. They're looking to really make a difference. So I'm take it you're a really big culture guy how do you feel about the culture of the team and how it's coming together so you know with me and I I won't take all credit but you can take the credit of picking the right people with me um it's a little bit of all like you go from you care about the club ball so you know about the pace but the school ball has the infrastration of the organization skills right and then you have former college coaches as myself and Coach Flick and, you know, Coach Kurt. You have, oh, yeah, and uh, Coach Besto, which he's brand new. I'll probably get him your information and make sure he gets them on here. Great defensive coach, mm-hmm. coach in the Valley for a while, a lot of community colleges. Um, so we all have that mindset. We understand the structure. And now you bring all that organizational skills into a professional setting where there really is – you know, there's a sense of family, but it's not. You know, I tell players all the time, we don't hold your hand, but we show empathy for you. But if it's not working out, we will make the best decision for the company, right? So that's that's the biggest thing there, and that's the difference, you know, making a different thing for the company and stuff. But uh, for the most part, honestly, like, everyone's buying in. Coaches are buying in, which is the biggest thing, getting coaches to buy in and believe that, hey, I know you have experience with the school ball, but it's a professional setting. So let's try to implement, listen to me a little bit, and I'll respect your space. And the players are getting there too. They're all shocked though. Players are shocked. They're like, oh, you mean I'll be in trouble if I don't? Yeah, so if you don't show up to your regular nine to five job, yeah, there's a big chance they're gonna let you go. So have the same respect and courtesy. You know, and that's basically how I feel about that. Uh, I'm a big fan and I jump on 100%. I think the one thing that's the most valuable thing to you in life is your time. And people need to respect that. As long as we respect each other's time and we do things right, then we should all be at understanding. 
And um, I've had the players and coaches on the show and they have high praise for you and they really like what you're doing. So I'm pretty sure it's all about that being straight up, straightforward and having that respect, mutual respect face to face. And I think that's a great thing. And that transparency needs to be, especially on a team. I think that's going to bring us pretty far forward. So uh, tell us, are the teams completely filled out or are you still holding tryouts? You're still looking for players? How's it going? Um, the teams for the most part are filled out. Uh, we're going to have some inter interchangeable situations coming up soon. Um, but that's just best for branding where, you know, availability, right? The biggest thing for me is you can have a strong skill set, um, but availability is very important to me. So if I can't rely on you to come to practice, I can't rely on you to come to games, then we'll make some adjustments. But honestly, for the core foundation of the team, we're we're in good shape. Probably add some pieces every now and then, um, but we we got a good mixture because we have height, we have skill set. We just got an amazing surprise guard yesterday. For the, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I can't wait to let him go. Yeah, we just got someone yesterday. That's really what we were missing. And then we have Tanner, who's our original point guard, which you've had him on the show before really, really good student in the game. He's actually a, a high school a freshman coach as well. So we had people who are in those places and we got bigs. So that's exciting too, right? We don't have, we got guys who are 6'5", 6'6". One guy is about 6'7". So we, we, we should be fair enough um, in Arizona, but our goal is to get after some of these teams out in California and stuff to really see where we're at though. That's awesome. That's kind of like what I was about to get to. So I'm, I kind of like to put things on file. So moving forward, people have something to reference later. Um, what are your expectations as of today moving forward with nothing about the past? Okay. So my expectation for today is make sure everyone's all in. They're doing what they need to do to keep themselves COVID safe because with us being, a, I mean, I don't know if entertainment is that. I just found out they were essential business. I can go all day on how I just found that out, but <laughs> it's a blessing. It's a blessing. I guess maybe people need to be entertained. I guess if you look at it like that. So comply with COVID testing. Um, that's the biggest thing. Staying safe. Take care of your body. Take care of your, your internal body. Not exposing yourself to those things so you can actually be a part of a program. So once we establish that in the future and get a rim, and when we get our games going, we got three back to back uh, coming up in the following week, we got a game on that Sunday. So we got four games in the beginning of January within seven days apart. So that's going to kick us off, and then we'll finish out throughout the next two months after that. Um, I want I, I have expectations that we can beat every Arizona team. There's four of them, including us, and we played against them, and some have got our number in the scrimmages and stuff like that. But like I said, you know, it's a marathon. So with that being said, we necessarily want it to be a marathon. I'll say like a fast sprint walk, okay? But I know for a fact we have the pieces to be the best team in Arizona. If we can establish that and compete, and we actually have opportunity on on the third, we play the second best team in the ABA, which is the Chola, uh, Chola Vista, which is out in California. So we can – if we can compete these next three games and really give that best team in the ABA, one of the best teams in the ABA, run for their money, then I know that we're doing what we need to do. You know, we could talk about our next future games in a second. But, yeah, that's my expectation on the guys. Now, the girls, it's very sweet and simple. 
getting the ladies to understand that it is a brand new profession. You know, the biggest thing is the guys have heard of the ABA. No one's even heard of even the WABA or especially WBA, which is ours, because we just came up with it. So the girls understanding that it's a business situation for them and understand it's an opportunity to recruit more people to be a part. So it's not only are we recruiting other girls to be on the team, but we're recruiting um, other people to buy teams, right? So the women's tide is more just building up the foundation, right? We have a flyer out and y'all go looking me up on, you know, I, at the end of the while I'm getting my handle, but we actually are advertising people to buy their own team to join our league. So that's the biggest thing on the women's side. That's amazing. That's great to hear. And I hope a lot of people do buy into that because that'd be great to give all these women out. So cheap too. There's so many women out there that can play basketball. Like and yeah. they can ball. I, I, when I went to college and I played volleyball, the girls basketball team would be uh, practicing on the other court and there was no joke there. I mean, they were going out the ball. Like it wasn't, wasn't play time. And um, yeah. I'm really excited to see that. So um, why don't you elaborate a little more on next week's event. Uh, you have the time and location of the first game just so everybody can get out there and support the team. Most definitely. So um, on January 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, we play at Tempe Prep um, School in Tempe, Arizona. Um, we played our first game would be at 7 o'clock p.m., 7 to 9, mass limited uh, ability for people to come in, but they are selling tickets. I think they'll probably, uh, you know, for COVID reasons, they'll restrict how many people can come. We play um, – we play on the first. Oh, we play against the Desert Cats. We're from Texas, El Paso team. Uh, so we're playing against the Desert Cats there. And then on Saturday, which is the 2nd of January, we play against the Las Vegas Valley Hawks, right, team from Vegas. And then I said we'll play early that next morning. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't tell you the time. So Saturday's from 2 to 4 p.m., so that's in the middle of the day. So we'll have a little bit of rest, probably get some shots up there next probably that night or probably early that next morning because we get right back at it 9 a.m. and get to Chola Vista at this all, all these games at the same location, 9 to 1130. You know, games, you can't really predict those times. So, you know, they're at Tempe this weekend. But not only just support us, but support the, support the ABA because we all look out for each other because if you can come and get there at, at I guess, first games at 4 o'clock on, on Friday, if you can get there on Friday and spend the whole evening with us, we really appreciate that because, you know, we are a small business and we're small, even though the ABA is big, but we operate everyone individually, right? So collectively, we want the support to let, you know, not only just the, the higher ups know that it's important to let people play, entertain people during these time frames that we can do it safely. All players will be uh, COVID tested. I say that out there. Then the, the night before, we get a rapid testing every day. So uh, thanks, thanks to Trey Clawson, uh, who was our ABA sponsor rep, that's going to send COVID testing out to each player, coaches, staff, anyone that's going to be on the court. Anyone that's not going to the court is actually coming in safely, no, you know, fever check and sit in the crowd and wear your mask. So that's what we got headed down. I'm very excited for that opportunity to just get us going. We've been prepping since we prepped as if we were playing in November, but we postponed two months. So we've been going since, you know, August, actually, August 24th was our first practice. Yeah, man, I know you guys have been putting in a lot of work and, I, and all the guys have been telling me all the work and I'm, I'm super pumped to be there. I'm hoping to get over there next weekend and see the action, see us playing live because I'm excited to see what we got. 
Um, so moving a little bit away from the league, you know, we want to get a little bit on the NBA since it's NBA premiere tonight. Which mm-hmm. game would you like to see? What do you prefer seeing and why? I'm definitely, uh, and this is the Ghana. I'm glad you asked that question, honestly, because I hadn't thought about it until just now. But emotionally, I want to see um, the Brooklyn Nets versus the Warriors. And not not because there's bad blood, because obviously they're not. They both sides had high praises uh, for KD. I just think the way KD felt like he would never be respected there. So he made the decision to move on. But honestly, it was a good situation. That whole, even with the whole Warriors and, and with them, he being there, it was a good system. It wasn't just about, oh, he just joined the team. So I'm, emotionally, I want to see KD perform well with a Achilles tear. I remember when I was in college and I sprang my Achilles. It didn't rip, but it almost got there and I was out and think that that could have been over with for me, right? So I was able to continue two years after that. So just to see KD get out there and, and Steph, Steph was hurt too. I, I want to focus, you guys about other games, but I focus on that way. But I know uh, other people are playing. I see it. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I like it, you know, and and I'm going to piggyback on the KD because I'm a huge Longhorns fan. I've been watching ever since he played at Texas. I kind of hate that everybody threw shade at him. Oh, you know who you're talking to? I saw your profile. You and Aggie. Yeah. What in the world? Oh, I'm sorry, hey, man. Ahead, hey, we told you this. It never worked. <laughs> but I just didn't like the way everybody threw shade on him. I mean, he's one of the top talents that the league has ever seen. How are you going to throw shade on this man when he was dominating as a force on that team? Um, I hope I'm, I'm the same way. I hope he comes and kills it again, and um, uh, for sure it's gonna be great. And then you, I wanted to talk to you about this specific situation. Being a GM, mm-hmm. what do you think about the whole James Harden situation? How would you handle it? Mm. The thing is, they gave they gave him so much money that they will take a heavy loss if they got rid of him, and you it'll have to be star to star. And who else? I mean, Brooklyn's not getting rid of KD. Um, you know, LA's not getting rid of LeBron. No one's going to get rid of a, a player to go play. But I play for the Rockets, you know. And, you know, some players have left because of political reasons. And, I, and that's their choice, right? That's their business. I just don't think – I think the Rockets shot themselves in the foot. Uh, by having Dan Tony for so long, because what happened, in all due respect, um, because I actually talk to NBA officials now, so I have to, my language has to be a little bit different. I can't really dog. I'm actually in the circles now. So, <laughs> um, but respectfully, like Dan Tony had the keys too long, and it created a monster with Harden. It created a monster where I don't think people even want him, honestly, to be honest with you. So, will you do? You play him down his contract, ask him to buy his contract out. That's what you do. And if he buys the contract out, he'll sign with someone else who gets significantly less money than he thought he wanted or he, he probably thought he was going to get. But then you move on and you focus on who's there. Because you still have John, John Wall who has came from a, a, a Achilles tear himself. So you have that. That's a piece. He doesn't mind working with somebody. You know, you'll have open up Texas taxes. You don't have to pay – you know, certain level taxes. So people want to go to Texas. You just got to fix the situation. You just don't want to have somebody dribbling the ball for 50. If he's a walking bucket, 
he can give you 60 points a nice if you want but then <laughs> you're not going to win the game you're not going to win the game because everyone else standing in the corner you still if the other team has 100 and he only has 60 guess what the other team still wins right so that's literally what happens so hypothetically speaking they have DeMarcus Cousins, see if he comes mm. back to be his uh, former self. They got uh, John Wall, see if he can come back to be his former self. They have the up-and-coming Christian Wood, which is looking to be like a beast coming up. And then if he decides to play and get with the program, how, how dangerous do you think that team can be? Mm. Potentially. I still don't think it would be dangerous, honestly. I still feel because there, there's a disconnect between organization and players. I mean, look what happened, not to get into it, but like even with the Clippers situation, um, which still doesn't matter because the Clippers still still have, they still underperform even with new ownership, but the culture is better, right? The players want to come, right? With the uh, with Doug Sterling, with that situation, you know, there was such a disconnect where the players were ready to just lay it down. Like they had, like his wife forced to sell the team where the players wasn't going to do anything. Like it was a point where the players probably wasn't going to play ever right under contract. So, and you know, there has to be a situation where you, there has to be a group situation. The only thing I feel the reason why I want to support, you know, um, is because of the new head coach He's young, he's vibrant you know, he, he's under Rick Carlisle's belt, belt for a while. He's been around the league other places for a while. He does deserve an opportunity to grow a program. The thing is, it's hard, <laughs> man. I, I like him, man. It's just hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard, hard when you got all that, all those stars and all those egos and personalities walking around the building, man. I can, I can imagine. That's why Golden State won. That's why – because even though they were good, the only ego, the, the most ego person scored the least, and that was Draymond. But Steph and KD shared the ball like nobody's business together, and and they had a system. They ran that, that flex, they didn't even run flex, they ran horn, they ran a lot of offsets that just make the ball move and get the right shots. It was beautiful. You know, shout out to Steve Kerr, though. Nice, nice. So I know you're busy and you've been doing all this stuff, but you in any fancy leagues this year? You know, I never got into it. Um, never got into fantasy league and stuff like that. Honestly, I wouldn't even know how it goes. I know people are into it. I've seen people pay big money to get into them. But, yeah, I never got into them. Give me a little brief detail, like, what's fantasy basketball to you? So, basically, my league this year that I just started, you know, we have 14 teams. We play head-to-head for one whole week. From uh, It goes from Monday to Sunday. And you have to set your lineup every day according to who's playing. And then you'll get uh, each player gets one point for a point. The, in my league, they'll get a half a point for a made free throw. They'll get one and a half points for an assist, 1.25 points for a, a rebound, three points for a steal, three points for a block, two points for a double double, and five points for a triple double, that kind of stuff. So then they'll just add up their stats, and that player will have, say, 32 points. And then you just add up your whole weekly total, and whoever has the most points at the end of the week wins the matchup. So, but does it go by starters too? Like you're starting five? Uh, no, it actually, it's a different format. You actually have uh, three starting guards, three starting forwards, two starting centers, and two utility spots that can be any position. And then you have like a bench. Mm. So it's a lot of people. You got to be keeping track and you got to draft. It's, uh, we did, I believe, 14 rounds. So we got to go pretty deep. 14, 14 teams, 14 rounds. Kind of got to go pretty deep on analyzing and see who you want to put in there and all that. 
I'll have to get educated on it, honestly, because eventually I'm going to walk away from basketball in general and just probably just be a straight-up fan. So I need to get into it. That's pretty fun. It gives you a little more incentive to watch other games that you wouldn't normally watch, you know? So, like, mm. making out fan of this people or just, hey, I'm going to watch this game. I got this guy playing this game. It gives a little more Like excitement. Detroit Pistons. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. So, um, all right, so we're winding down. you have anything else you want to say to the Titan Nation, the Siren Nation out there? One thing I did want you to do is go ahead and get your uh, – I know we talked about you podcasting. Get, go ahead and get your podcast information out there because I know a lot of people will be interested in listening to what else you have to say and the conversations you have on your podcast as well. I uh, appreciate the love and, you know, even mentioning that. Um, yeah, so I do have a podcast where I started a couple years ago. It's now sponsored now, thank God. By pickle juice. If you don't yeah. know pickle juice, look into it. Um, I started. It's uh, it's called City Coaches Podcast. It was me when I retired from coaching. I still loved the game, but I felt like coaches didn't have a voice, and I felt like because of who better to interview somebody than someone who's coached at the high school and college level, right? So check me out, City Coaches Podcast on YouTube. Spotify, all nine. It's all actually on all nine platforms every week. Well, I probably took a couple weeks off, but check us out. You know, go to YouTube, hit that bell, like, subscribe, and take it from there. And actually, for the Scottsdale Titans, um, man, we need y'all support. We don't just need to support on the court, but we actually have merchandise, right? We have merchandise that we'd like to get out there. If you see my background, these are the new gold jerseys that are coming out. Um, these are the fan jerseys. It's a coincidence. I wasn't. That's what I have my, when I have my meetings. But, yeah, these are the fan jerseys behind us. But you also can actually get the same jerseys like the players, which are the black and the and black, predominantly black and predominantly white jerseys as well. You know, you can hit me up on Scott. You can go to, to our Instagram, which is scottsdale.titans or scottsdale.sirens. Um, or, on, or you can hit me up on scottsdale.sirens.com or, you know, things like that. You figure it out. And then I take all, we take everything. Like, that's the biggest thing. And I tell people, and that's another, I, I had to be long-winded, but, um, you know, I have unlimited on uh, mine. So I Yeah, so not to be long-winded, but people say, how do you survive in, in, in the, the pandemic, right? When you're running a business and fans can't come, right? So we're working on a streaming, streaming opportunity. It's going to be a dollar to watch for the whole game, which that's still a deal. It's better than paying $5 to come to the game and you'll be safe for your own home or car or whatever you be watching, tune into things nowadays. Because I watch stuff on YouTube while I'm on the road all the time. So I know I'm hardly ever turning on the TV. So that's the biggest thing. So look out for that. You go to, you know, scottsdaletitans.com. My website is up. So they'll have information. Even this episode will be on there too. If you go to Scottsdale Titans, you'll be able to see games and stuff on there. Get our merchandise is the biggest thing for that because we we have uh do I have a face mask on me? Yeah, I do. So we have face mask. I gotta get your address so I can send you one, Bobby. So we got a face mask that has a uh you know our stuff on there, and we got Siren's face mask that's with ten bucks, and then we got the jerseys, and we have our shooting shirts as well. So if you care about the program, you want to know about us, you want to support us, just find us, find me online you know, Deshaun Woods, and you'll be able to get all the merchandise systems like that, okay? So that's how we that's how we survive COVID, you know, it helps pay the bills, stuff like that. Um, 
And also we have our games uh, coming up this year. Our schedule will be up. We'll do limited fan entry. Still allowed to come to the game. We don't have to worry about pre-sale, but if you want to pre-sale, you can, you know, cash app, you know, Scottsdale. Uh, it is, yeah, dollar sign, Scottsdale Titans or Scottsdale Simons, wherever game you decide to go, you cash app. We'll make sure you have a pre-selected seat. That's how we keep that going. Um, we just want people to support us as much as they can. Like and subscribe, share, however how you want to support this, this young organization. Um, we really appreciate the opportunity because we want to grow, right? We just so happen to start a part of the pandemic. We have a broadcasting, we have social media department. We just got a, a new video choreographer now. So we got that and we got me doing everything under the sun. So we have everyone that's supporting and believing to the process. We just need fans to support us as well. So however, how you can do it, a simple like, simple follow, make sure you do that. Um, for the season, like I said, the season's going to go. We're going to try to play at least 12 to 15 games, more like more 12, just to be more realistic because we really are working with two months here, really January and February. We'll try to cram these games in. We got a big game in Mexico. So first and foremost, our first game will be on the on the first. So if you can get up, I know everybody's partying on New Year's Eve, but if you can get up and come to the game, we really appreciate that. If you can get up and watch a live stream, um, if, how will you find out we were on live stream? So if you go to our social media, um, our social media coordinator will make sure he put that out there for you guys. Biggest thing here, takeaway is our WBA, right? Women's Basketball Association. The ABA has been established already, right? We're trying to do something different here, right? We're trying to build a women's program not only for just the Scottsdale Sirens because they're out there destroying all the college competition that they're playing against, but they need women to play against. They need other professional women to play against. So if you're interested, you can hit me up at Deshaun at womensbasketballassoc.com. Deshaun, D-E-S-H-A-W-N at womensbasketballassoc.com. Dot com, or you can still hit hit find me on Scottsdale Sirens. They'll get it. if you don't reach me directly, someone will let me know you're reaching out to me. Right now, we got a special. Usually, it's five thousand dollars to start your own lead. We are granting people their own lead for twenty five hundred dollars. That sets you up with exclusive activity to get your website out. We have web designers create your own logos. Uh, will help you get jerseys and uniforms and support system. And we have all the things that we wanted to do. We just want you to get started. We need people to play against us. We have four teams on the other side of the country, right? I didn't say that to you. I'm sorry. We got four teams. We got uh, two teams in Pensacola, one team in, um, what's the NASCAR? Poconos, right? Yeah. So we got a team that's creating out in Poconos and we're working on the team in New Jersey. So we got teams on the East Coast. We need teams on the West Coast to compete against this team. So after the ABA season um, and our Titans are established, which I know we will and we will do fine, you guys piggyback and support the Cyrus and piggyback and support the WBA, and we'll take it from there, though. But I know this is a tight talk of the Titans, but we're all one organization, so we talk everything. Of course, <laughs> all the time. All Titans, all Sirens, all the time, all the time. So um, I, first of all, I want to endorse and, and, and shout out the shooting shirts. I saw them online. They look super clean and just professional oh, nice. and comfy. 
So guys, I really recommend them. Go out, get one. I'm thinking about getting one myself. I'll get one soon. They look super awesome. Go ahead and look those up. They're really awesome. Mm -hmm. So um, thank you very much for taking the time being on the show with us today. I really appreciate it. We always have a great conversation. You always have a lot of stuff and updates to give us, which I really appreciate. Oh, definitely without question. Like I said, Bobby, we appreciate you guys, you, Alexandra, and the rest of the uh, broadcasting crew. Sorry if I don't remember your name. But if I don't know your name, you probably need to reach out to me so I can make sure I take care of you when it's time to take care of you. <laughs> so if anyone, but I will plug this out. So if anyone else wants to be part of the program, you know, you can uh, look us up on Indeed or look us up. Uh, you can go to our Gmail, which is Scottsdale Simons or Scottsdale Titans. Uh, we're looking to build up a couple more spots if you have experience within, you know, scorekeeping or game day operations, preferably what we're looking for, honestly, to be more transparent with that. And if you are looking for that, you know, reach, reach me on scottsdotitans at gmail.com or scottsdotitans at gmail.com and we'll schedule an invite and then we'll take it from there. But we're definitely looking for some more game day support staff because I think everything else is covered. Um, like I said, support us, look us up, scottsdotitans.com. Uh, you know, go go to Scottsdale Sirens. Um, you can go to their Instagram, reach out to us, look us up, see what we're into. All righty, all righty. You, got, you heard it here first, guys. There's all the info. You can't miss it. He gave you everywhere to find us. Make sure you get out there, make the click, figure it out, find us. Um, that was uh, General Manager of the Scottsdale Titans and the Scottsdale Sirens and Commissioner of the Brand New Basketball Association. Thank you very much for all your hard work and for everything you're doing for this organization. I'm sure we're going to be a great success from here to a long future. No problem. And you know, the biggest thing I want to say to you, you know, I support you. I know you shared some information and um, I'm, we're, we're happy to have you. We're happy to have you conducting these interviews and you've grown even in this. I remember the first uh -huh. interview you was. And you've grown in this, man. And you know, you you know, you you, you do what you do, and we appreciate that one hundred percent. I know you probably never hear from anyone who's calling the shots, but I'm telling you, I pay attention to everything, and we really appreciate everyone on, on the broadcasting team for sure. And I can't wait for you to be able to come out to some games and uh, really see some of the activity we have, man, because we're really doing what we need to do. And the guys are all bought in, the girls are really bought in, and the coaches are bought in. Ownership lets me do everything and trusts me to, you know, you know, they were very hands-on, but they are entrepreneurs in other areas. Um, you know, they have their, they, they, they have their own broadcasting where they, you know, create films for people and write scripts for people. And they have a, a restaurant that's opening up soon. And I'll get you that information so you can, you know, advertise it on their behalf and such like For that. Sure. So we're doing a lot. Appreciate you. Awesome. Awesome. All righty. We appreciate you. And I'm sure James, I speak for everybody at the broadcasting. We appreciate the opportunity. And we, we're having a lot of fun. And it's going it's to be a lot of fun for the rest of the season. So thank you very much. You have a great weekend. Great holiday season. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate the opportunity, man. Real. All right, guys. Much love and pay it forward. <laughs>